0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got a few clouds. It's 73 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Monday, the 30th of August, 2021. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we have a slight chance of rain in the forecast this morning. Increasing to 40% this afternoon. Could see a pop-up thunderstorm. Mostly sunny skies otherwise and a high of 89 Tonight we'll have clear skies and an overnight low of 70. Sunny on Tuesday, up to 92 degrees with a heat index as high as 98. It'll be clear Tuesday night, our low 71, and sunny on Wednesday with a high of 93. Looking ahead to the rest of the seven-day outlook, we'll see sunshine each day. Highs in the low to mid-90s, clear nights in the mid-60s. Right now, 73 degrees with a few clouds, and we want to congratulate our employee of the day. It's Asher Bagley at Burris Heat and Air. Obituaries this morning, Wanda Marie Esmond Barnes, age 80, of Perryville, died on Tuesday, August 24th. She was a member of First Baptist Church in Apollo, was a retired quality control inspector for American Transportation, and was part of the church food pantry team. She is survived by her three daughters, Angela Rowland, Vicki Barnes, and Vanessa Lester, all of Perryville, three grandsons, four great-grandchildren, and one sister. Funeral services for Wanda Marie Esmond Barnes will be held Wednesday, September 1st at 2 p.m. at First Baptist Church in Apollo with Brother Brad Underwood and Brother Herb Wilson officiating. Burial will be at Cherry Hill Cemetery, and the family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Billy Dean Cup, age 94, of Moralton, died on Friday, August 27th. She was a lifetime member of First United Methodist Church in Moralton and a lifelong resident of Moralton. She is survived by a daughter, Carol Fulmer, son Les Cup, two grandsons, and five great-grandchildren. Due to COVID-19, the graveside burial service for Dean Cup will be Tuesday, August 31st at 11 a.m., at Elmwood Cemetery, with Rev. David Scroggin officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. J.C. Frazier, age 87, of Plummerville, died on Saturday, August 28. He was a construction worker and is survived by his son, Ricky Frazier, of Plummerville, daughter Darlene Shepard of Moralton, five grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Funeral service for J.C. Frazier will be held Tuesday, August thirty first at 2 p.m., at the Harris Chapel with Reverend Everett Liebarger officiating. Burial will be at Plummerville Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Morrillton. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. Michael Brandon Long, age 36 of Morrillton, died Thursday, August 26th. He was a security officer and is survived by his wife, Shanda Hill Long of Morrillton, daughters Elsa and Priscilla Long of Delaware grandmother Josephine Long of Morlton stepchildren Shelby Chisholm of Morlton and Lane Chisholm of Dardanelle, one sister, two nieces, and two nephews. Private services for Michael Brandon Long will be at a later date. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton James Edward Welch, age 88, of Conway County, died August 26th. He was of the Baptist faith, was employed by the South Conway County School District as a mechanic and was also self-employed working on motors from his home. He is survived by his wife, Mary Welch, his son, Ray Welch of Hattieville, daughter, Rose Chapman of Alexander, numerous grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and two great-great-grandchildren, along with many nieces, nephews, family, and friends. Graveside services for James Edward Welch will be held Tuesday, August 31st at 10 a.m. at Elmwood Cemetery in Morleton. Visitation will be held one hour prior to service time. Arrangements are by Bob Neal Funeral Home of Moralton. 7.35, we've got a few clouds, 73 degrees at the KVOM studios, a 40% chance of rain this afternoon, mostly sunny skies otherwise, and a high 89. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. We have a few clouds and 73 degrees at the KVOM studios. A Moralton man has been arrested in connection to the theft of a vehicle stolen from the Harps parking lot in Moralton last week with the vehicle owner's dog inside. Assistant Chief Trent Anderson says 23-year-old Leotis Harris was arrested Thursday. A short time later, officers were able to locate the stolen vehicle abandoned in a parking lot in Little Rock. The dog Coco was found deceased inside the vehicle. Harris has been charged with the theft of the vehicle as well as felony animal cruelty. An early Sunday morning accident on Interstate 40 in Conway was fatal to a Fort Smith man. Arkansas State Police reports indicate 26-year-old Gabriel Michael Satterfield was driving a Chrysler 300 in the number one lane of I-40 westbound due to an earlier accident when he attempted to re-enter the lane and was struck by a Ford F-150 driven by 24-year-old Cole Flowers of Valonia. Satterfield's vehicle was knocked off the roadway into the wood line where it came to rest. Flowers' vehicle began to roll over multiple times before coming to rest in the left lane. Satterfield was killed in the accident. Flowers was injured and transported to Baptist Medical Center in Conway for treatment. Hospitalizations in Arkansas for COVID-19 dropped for a fourth consecutive day Sunday, a sign of hope for a state health care system that's been strained due to a surge in coronavirus cases. Governor Asa Hutchinson said while virus cases are still high in the state, early use of antibody treatments that can help blunt the worst effects of COVID-19 is helping to reduce hospitalizations. The governor noted last week that the average age of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 has gone down from 63 in November of 2020 to 54 and a half years of age currently. And so with the Delta variant, we're seeing uh, more serious consequences in the younger ages groups like this. Uh, And of course, that somehow reflects, it also reflects uh, the vaccination rate in those two different populations. The Arkansas Department of Health reports 6,713 vaccine doses were given statewide Sunday and that over 1.2 million Arkansans are now fully vaccinated. That represents 47.2% of the state's 12-and-over population. Locally, 49.6% of Conway County's 12-and-over population and 47.7% of Perry County's residents in that age group are fully vaccinated. Statewide, 787 new cases of the virus were reported Sunday as the number of active cases declined by 582. There were also 25 deaths added to the state's total. Conway County recorded its 39th death from COVID-19 over the weekend. 13 new cases of the virus were reported Sunday and the number of active cases increased by 8 for the day to 145. There are currently 12 Students in the South Conway County School District that have tested positive for COVID-19, 93 students are in quarantine. No staff members are in quarantine. The district says 36 of those cases are due to probable community contact, while 15 are due to probable school contact. Regarding the quarantines, 74 are not quarantined due to wearing masks, and 21 are not quarantined due to having a vaccination. No new cases were reported in Perry County as the number of active cases declined by 3 to 77. There have still been 13 deaths from the virus in Perry County. The Arkansas Forestry Commission and multiple local fire departments were called to assist the Center Ridge and Birdtown fire departments with a brush fire that burned 72 acres on Austin Road west of Pine Road. The Center Ridge and Birdtown districts were initially dispatched to the scene around 11 a.m. Saturday. Arkansas Forestry personnel were immediately requested due to the type of fuel load and terrain. Springfield, Cleveland, and Blackwell Fire Departments were also requested for special assignments. Arkansas Forestry used three bulldozers, as well as single-engine air tanker planes, to finally gain control of the blaze. Center Ridge Fire officials say the fire was very aggressive and moved quickly, with winds constantly changing directions, keeping crews busy protecting lines placed by the dozers. MedTech EMS was also on scene to assist with rehab for firefighters, although no injuries were reported during the incident. The Center Ridge Fire District would like to thank all agencies and personnel involved in bringing that fire under control. U.S. Senator John Bozeman is scheduled to spend this week visiting with agriculture producers across the state as he conducts his annual ag tour. The senator says he'll be visiting different types of farms from all corners of the state about the issues and policies affecting farmers. Bozeman is the head Republican on the Senate Ag Committee and says he's working to fight proposed tax changes by the Biden administration that would impact the inheritance tax and the ability of family farms to pass their operations to the next generation.
1: If, you know, mom or dad died and you inherit the farm, right now the price of everything comes to, to the date of their death. What they're trying to do is make it such that, say, you know, the farm was bought in 1950, that you'd have to pay the gain, how much that land was worth now, as opposed to 1950. You can imagine, you know, what Mm -hmm. that would do to have that bill. And so this would really be detrimental to our family farms. Another proposed
0: change Bozeman says he's fighting is a policy revision that would double the capital gains tax from 20 percent to 40 percent.
1: Then you got to pay another 37 or 8% for Medicare and then another 59 for state tax. You're at 50%. So again, these are very, very onerous taxes that uh, we really do need to push back and uh, make sure that the Biden administration gets the message that we're simply not going to go along with that.
0: Bozeman says it's critical to protect farmers and protect the economy of rural America. The retrial of a former state senator from Conway on bribery and fraud charges is set for October 4th. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette first reported that federal Judge Price Marshall Friday scheduled the trial for Gilbert Baker, a Republican former senator and one-time state GOP chairman. A federal jury earlier this month acquitted Baker of conspiracy in the case in which he allegedly conspired to bribe an ex-judge who admitted to lowering a jury's award in a negligence lawsuit in exchange for campaign contributions. The jury, however, deadlocked on charges of bribery and fraud against Baker. Taking a look at our community calendar, the Menifee Town Council will hold its regular monthly meeting tonight at 6 at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are required. Temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. The morelton City Council Budget Committee will meet at 6 o'clock tonight at morelton City Hall. The Atkins School Board meets in a called session Tuesday night at 5 in the Multipurpose Board Building. The Downtown Church of Christ in Morrilton will host its final summer speaker program for adults Wednesday night. For more information, call 354-2323. And make plans for this Main Street Moralton's next First Thursday event this Thursday. Participating downtown businesses will remain open from 4 to 7 o'clock with special deals and promotions and the farmer's market will be open during this time. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's News Watch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published each weekday and it's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 7.45, we have a few clouds and 73 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our morning news watch continues with sports and weather after this.
2: Bay. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, okay, News, Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. It was a promising start for the Marlton High School football team in the 2021 season opener at Russellville Friday night, but it was all cyclones in the end as Russellville came away with a 42-12 victory. The Dogs drove 80 yards on 10 plays in the first possession, getting a touchdown on a two-yard run by junior, uh, by junior Caleb McEwen to take a 6-0 lead on the Dixon family dental big small play of the game wasn't the two-yard line. Devil's end of calling timeout. They are getting low on the play clock. They do rush up to the line. They're going to try to snap it here under center. Handoff to McEwen, and he's in for the Devil Dog touchdown. Rossville answered with a touchdown of their own on the ensuing possession to take a 7-6 lead, and the Cyclones never looked back, scoring 42 unanswered points before the Devil Dogs got a late touchdown on a seven-yard pass from junior quarterback Demarius Martin to Julian Brockman to set the final score. Rockman earned recognition as the Farm Bureau insurance player you can depend on for his efforts in all three phases of the game. The senior finished with six receptions for 25 yards and a touchdown on offense, one tackle on defense, and 42 return yards on special teams. Senior Dawson Granberry was named the Colton's offensive player of the game, anchoring the offensive line from his center position, helping Devil Dogs gain 144 yards on the ground. Martin was the team's leading rusher with 88 yards on 15 carries and completed 8 of 17 passes for 59 yards and a touchdown. Junior Jackson Dixon earned Colton's defensive player of the game honors with 8 tackles. Senior Blake Jones had a team-high 10 tackles in the game for Marlton. Senior Anthony Lankford and junior Jonathan Blaylock each had 6 tackles, and junior Maddox Hogan had an interception. Devil Dogs play on the road again this Friday, taking on BB. The Badgers were grounded by Greenbrier 45-17 on Friday. In other games involving 5A West teams, Harrison menhandled Magnolia 26-7. Clarksville was outlasted in overtime by Ozark 14-13. Farmington ran roughshod over Rogers Heretic 40-21, and Ridge was shuttered by Shiloh Christian 55-13. Bigelow picked up where it left off last season, coming out on top in a 41-7 beatdown of Bearden in the Panthers. Season opener on Friday night in Bigelow. The Panthers will look for a 2-0 start when they host Carlisle this Friday. Games involving other area teams from Friday Hector down Dover 28 6, Pottsville eked by East Poinsett County 20 16, Dardanelle was buried by Boonville 32 0. Quitman tumbled to Rivers 52 14, Danville was mounted by Mount Ida 49 47, Conway fell to Fayetteville 41 24, and Clinton was mauled by Melbourne 33 6. And local action today, the Marlton High School tennis team plays at home against Clinton at 3 p.m. The MHS golf team competes at the Links and Conway at 3.30. The 7th grade volleyball team plays at Russellville at 4 p.m. The junior high volleyball team plays at home against Greenbrier at 4.30. The 7th grade football team plays at Bryant at 5.30. And the senior high and junior varsity football team plays at Clarksville at 7 p.m. The St. Louis Cardinals let another win slip away Sunday as closer Alex Ray is allowed a three-run walk-off home run and a 4-3 loss to the Pirates in Pittsburgh. The Cards remain three and a half games behind the Reds for the second wild-card spot in the National League as the teams start a three-game series tonight in Cincinnati. First pitch at 5.40 p.m. pregame at 4.45 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800. And that is our sports this morning.
3: All right, Eric. Thank you for those updates here on this Monday morning. It's now 7:51. We've got fair skies and 75 degrees here at the KVOM studios. And in our weather outlook for today, we've got up to a 40 percent chance of showers today, and the possibility of a thunderstorm. Looks like it'll be this afternoon, after about one o'clock. Otherwise, mostly sunny today. Pretty nice uh, temperature as well, reading a high of 89. East northeast wind, at five to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, another slide chance for showers, maybe a thunderstorm low of 70, then Tuesday sunny high of 92, then Tuesday night mostly clear, low down to 71 and we'll uh, remain in the low 90s for the remainder of the week Wednesday sunshine high of 93 sunny skies Thursday and Friday high of 91 and then uh, 90 on Friday and then uh, looking ahead to the weekend uh, sunny skies Saturday high of 92 and uh, looks like we might uh, warm up uh, even more going into the next uh, work week high of 94 uh, looks like on sunday so we'll keep you up to date on that as we move a little bit closer but uh, as of this week uh, temperature wise it'll be it'll still be hot but uh, not as hot as we've seen uh, so far this year uh, not really looking like uh, heat advisories uh, anything uh, like that but uh, again fair skies 75 degrees right now at the kvom studios our humidity is at 94 percent our wind speed is out of the east at six miles per hour Barometric pressure, 29.93 inches. Our dew points at 73. Our visibility is at 10 miles. The low this morning was 72. The high yesterday was 97. The low a year ago, 72, with a high of 86. No rainfall the past 24 hours at the KVOM studios. Our total for the year, 34.43 inches. Sunset tonight, 741, and sunrise tomorrow morning, 643, when you join us for Mornings in Moralton, right here on KVOM FM 101.7. Again, we've got fair skies, 75 degrees at the KVOM studios at 753. Our Monday morning edition of News Watch continues with state headlines from the Arkansas Radio Network on the way next. Petty Jean
0: State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your piece of money online banking customers can download the free pjsb app today from the app store or google play it's just another way that petty Jean state bank is right in town always in touch petty Jean state bank. member fdic an equal housing lender you've been listening to kvom's morning news watch the podcast edition